Happy Thursday, Wildcat fans. The game is here. Game day is here. Arizona, USC. We're going to get back on the winning side right here. We're going to break down what needs to happen in this game, and we're going to talk a little bit about Arizona State, UCLA as well, just as a primer for what to expect. But as always, let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show, but game day is here. Now, all right, you might say to yourself, Mike, why are you so excited about USC Arizona? Because this is going to be a good measuring stick where Arizona's at, to be quite frank with you. Um, Arizona right now needs to get a win um, for a variety of reasons. First, Um, Arizona was playing good ball until ASU came to town. And then everything kind of uh, unraveled right there. Everybody's talking about the Cambridge shot. But the bigger thing that I think a lot of people need to look at is how did Arizona even get in that situation? And a big problem that Arizona got into that situation is that the U of A A, um, basically gave – Gave this game away, in my opinion. Now, listen, not going to sit here and try to diminish what. Uh, not going to sit here and try to diminish what um, Arizona State did because Arizona State shot the lights out. You know, they uh, they absolutely they played fantastic basketball right there um, in that regard. And you know what? And they wanted it more. I got to give them a lot of credit in that they definitely seemed to want the. Uh, they wanted this game more. So there's that. But Arizona also did itself absolutely no favors whatsoever. And by doing itself absolutely no favors, basically basically the thing is, well, you know what? You miss all those free throws, okay? Not only do you miss all those free throws, you also get a uh, – you get a team that um, is desperate for a win and not only – and not only did they, uh, not only were they desperate for a win, the Cats did it. Hold on, I'm sorry, my computers. Hold on, I don't know what to do. Um, not not only were the Cats there, they are they should have won that game because they were up eleven. You were up eleven points right there, and not only did you, uh, you know, you gave the game away. So how did you get to that point at that? Now, a big part, I think, of the equation was that Azulis Tabellis. We're talking about a player that needs to uh, – people are talking about as being a first-team All-American, all of this stuff. And first-team All-Americans aren't subbed in and out with the game on the line. That's just uh, – that just isn't uh, how it happens. And Tom Lloyd was rightfully upset Azulis Tabellis right there. And – how they were in the um, um, and how they were at how they were at that point. So that's how we got. Now let's talk about what Arizona. Um, you're the, let's talk about what Arizona's got to do now. Okay, so 
Azulis Tabellis. I told you to tell you this. Uh, uh, Azulis Tabellis needs to dominate. Sorry, uh, Azulis Tabellis has been a guy who um, has had big games against good teams, against USC and against UCLA um, in the past. He has dominated. And not only that, he's also been a guy against SC. Let's be honest here. Against SC, he, um, as a freshman, he gave the business to both of the Mobley brothers. 31-8 and eight as a freshman. And I remember Zeus saying that something to the effect of, I was actually a little bit surprised because I thought they were uh, – um, I thought they were, you know, it would have been a little bit harder. And again, he wasn't talking any mess, but it goes to show you um, um, the uh, the capabilities that he has. So again, I want a uh, I want a double double out of him, um, and uh, a big double double, an impactful double double. I don't care that he had seventeen and eight against ASU; it wasn't an impactful seventeen and eight. Um, so there's that. Now, Umar Ballo, our guy, the leader of men out there, as we uh, as we put it, Umar Ballo, dominate. Again, this is going to be a little bit more difficult against SC because SC's got big dudes that can play, um, a long big dudes that can play. You got Vince Iwachukwu, we've talked about. You got jo- uh, Joshua Morgan. Both those dudes, big, long, physical, can do a lot of different things out there. So that's going to be a little bit of an issue. But there's some other things, though, that Arizona, I think, has going for it that um, um, Azul, or, uh, Umar Ballo has played well against big teams. He's also struggled against guys, but he's also had some of uh, he's also had some of his best games in rematch games. Remember everybody talking about in Folly Dante and about where um, in Folly Dante and about how he absolutely dominated uh, Azulis Tabellas. Um, now. The uh, um, they both got him back in Oregon. Umar Ballo and um, Umar Ballo and uh, Azulis Tabellis both played really good ball against uh, against Oregon in that rematch. And Folly Dante is probably probably the best big man in the conference. Or I mean, Azulis Tabellis is, but and Folly Dante is probably the best center in the conference. So if they can do it against them, they can do it against SC. So again, need big games out of both the peaks right there. Then the perimeter. All right. Something that we've noticed here is that Kirk Creasa generally does not shoot well against good teams. Um, uh, I have a buddy of mine, DiMartino, on the boards, put out that he's 12-44 against Indiana, Tennessee, UCLA, USC, all those teams. Not ideal. But um, Kirk Creasa has uh, – He's, he's, he has a knack for big shots, but again, I need him to shoot a better percentage. And if he's not shooting a better percentage, then I'm not sure exactly what we're doing right here. So again, need that to be the, um, need that to be the, uh, need, need that to really happen. Now, uh, what are you saying from it? Uh, from, I just need him to shoot 40% from three and 40% from the field. And granted, he's done it this year, but it feels like those games have been done in like two and three, uh, have been done basically in two or three games. Now, Courtney Ramey. Okay, let's talk about him. I would love Courtney Ramey to stop 
just shooting threes. Again, I'm totally okay with him just shoot, or shooting threes because he can make them. But I also think that he can get to the hoop in a manner in which a lot of guys just can't. I mean, I think he's got – we've talked about it before. He's got the ability to be able to get to the rim, to get to the basket. So use it. Utilize it because not a lot of guys have that ability. You know, get mad at Kirk Creesa for not being able to finish at the hoop because, quite frankly, he's never going to finish at the hoop. That's just not how his game is wired. Now, I do believe that he should be able to be have loader by this point. I don't think that's too much to ask. But, like I said, I'm also not going to beat him up too much on that because he's limited and he's limited in a lot of different ways in that regard. So I won't beat him up too much right there. Courtney Ramey is not though. Courtney Ramey can get to the hoop. Not, not only can Courtney Ramey get to the hoop, he can also, he can pull up and defensively, I need him to be able to stress the D or stress the offense a little bit there by uh, getting up in Boogie Ellis. Because again, I do believe that Boogie Ellis is probably the key to a victory or a loss for USC right there. So check it out. Now, said Henderson, big, as we know, we always got to say, big, 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 big fan of Seth Henderson on this show. Said Henderson is one of our favorite players. Um, and quite frankly, he should be one of our favorite players because he is absolutely, um, the way that he goes about doing his thing is great. He's got a, he's got a knack for, he's got a knack for being in the right place, the right time, making the right decision. And when he does it, um, it's very, uh, it's impressive. It's impressive stuff. And he also goes to show you, too, that you can't judge a book necessarily by its cover. Yes, he came from Campbell. We all know that he came from Campbell. I don't care about that. I cared about how he played against the best teams that he went against. And when he played against the best teams, he played uh, He played fantastic basketball. Uh, he played at Duke, VCU, um, just really, really good. You know, just very good. So I and I love having him in the starting lineup. Then Pella Larson, um, the Swedish pinball, as we call him on this show. Um, he is a. Uh, I think at this point you know what you're going to get. You're going to probably get about 13 points, four or five rebounds, three or four assists, and good defense, and two or three plays where you're just kind of like, what are you doing out there? But overall, he's a good player. Take it for what it's worth because I was wrong on him. I do look for Pella Larson to I do excuse me. I do look for Pella Larson to try to take his game um up maybe a little notch. I'd love for him to have something like 17 points, uh seven rebounds, uh, seven rebounds, three or four assists. Something like that would be very, very nice. But you know, beggars can't be choosers. Would just love to see that though. Out of Pella Larson. All right, now let me tell you about FanDuel. All right, here's the deal with FanDuel. Might be thinking to yourself, man, I'd really like to bet. Uh, I'd really like to bet, but I don't know exactly where to bet or where to go. FanDuel says, worry not, my friend. Um, FanDuel.com backslash locked on. You can get the best in-game odds, the best out-game odds. You can get the best props, the best any of that. You name it, they got it. FanDuel, check it out. Again, there's a reason everybody's using it and a reason that everybody's using it is because it works um, and it's fun. There's a lot of people that just aren't, uh, there are a lot of people that just don't like it. There's a lot of people that, uh, you know, or don't like online betting because it's confusing for them. FanDuel says, we are here for the rescue. It is easy. Again, check it out, fanduel.com or fanduel.com uh, backslash locked on college. 
Okay, now let's take a quick break. We're going to be right back with you. And then we're going to talk about where Arizona, uh, what Arizona needs to get off the bench besides just the Swedish pinball. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, 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 let's talk about Kylan Boswell. Anybody that knows, uh, has watched Arizona basketball, knows that at first I was a little skeptical of uh, uh, Kylan Boswell mainly because he didn't wasn't playing well, and I know that he's younger and coming off a foot injury, but he's really got just a very uh, – he's just got an odd build for a guy who is going to be a point guard. And, I again, we have high standards here at the University of Arizona, mainly because um, we've seen great point guards. We've seen Damon Stoudemire. We've seen Mike Bibby. We've seen Jason Terry. We've seen guys who are at the top of their game at the apex of basketball. And quite frankly, it's a, uh, you know, it's a privilege. So you're going to be held to a higher standard by Arizona fans because we've seen it. We know exactly what, uh, we know exactly what players are capable of. Um, So now let's talk about this. Um, Kylan Boswell though has, first of all, he's going to be good. You can 100% tell that he's going to be good. Um, and on top of, uh, let's see, and on top of that, one thing about it is Arizona is a team that is going needs next-level ball handling, needs next-level uh, dynamic athleticism. Boswell um, provides that in a way that Kirk Creasy doesn't. Again, that's just a uh, – that's not necessarily a uh, diss on Kirk Creasy. It's just to say that Kylan Boswell's got some of that to him. I'd love to see Boswell get back onto a nice or back onto a winning, uh, a winning uh, flow right there. Um, because again, um, he's physical, he's big, and he's athletic, and he's smart. Um, so, what do you? What do I want from him? I want six points, five rebounds, four assists, something like that. Because when he's played his best games, he's impacted the game throughout. And not only has he impacted the game throughout, he's impacted the game in a manner in which uh, um, he's impacted the game in a manner in which uh, um, uh, you know you can watch and say, uh, "Man, there's some uh, there's there's some stuff to like right there," and. Defensively, I'd like to see him up on uh, Boogie Ellis a little bit because, again, Boogie Ellis is a good player. It's a guy that uh, um, can play. You know, he can he can play off the ball. He can play on the ball. He can get to the hoop. He can do a bunch of stuff. Kylan Boswell, though, it's kind of meant for guys like that. So again, that's what I'd like to see. And honestly, we're going to talk about the peaks here coming up in a second. I know the peaks are out of the rotation, the uh, the secondary peaks, but I'd like to see them back in. 
But what I'd also like to tell you about is Built Bar. All right, you watch these. Um, you watch. You watch. You look at Built Bar. You look at the big, strong, uh, um, and you think, "Wow, how did they get that big?" And a big reason why is Built Bar because they probably are consuming Built Bar. A lot of people love Built Bar because it. First of all, it tastes good, and not only does it taste good. It uh, gives you a reason when you're leaving the gym to say, man, I can't wait to get to some Built Bar. And quite frankly, everybody is on the same boat as you. They all feel the same exact way. So Built Bar, again, check it out. You can get it at your local GNC. I like the blueberry fa- flavor, but they have a multitude of flavors, a smorgasbord, if you will. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, now, where are we at? Uh, where are we at though with Henry Vasar and Dylan Anderson? I get only playing one of the two peaks. I get it because again, you're trying to whittle down your rotation. But, but, I would love to see one of the peaks um, get in there and uh, one of the peaks get in there and play because honestly Arizona's going to need another player I believe at some point and when you get rid of Umar Ballo when you get rid of Ajulis Tabellis um you need to be able to have that next uh you need to be able to have that next level that a guy in there that can you know is big for lack of a better term and Vesar again I get you know you don't want to ruin his confidence but Vesar is going to be a big, big part of this team next year. And not only is Vesar going to be a big part of this team, he's going to be a he's going to be a player that Arizona is going to need to be a shot blocker, a rebounder, because who knows what a Julius Tabellis is going to do? Who knows what Umar Ballo is going to do? I would imagine Ballo will be back. But Henry Vesar could be a nice little compliment there. Vesar, uh, the coaching staff believes that he can shoot the ball well. We haven't necessarily seen that yet, but if you watch him in practice, if you watch him, the the shot is good. I think he'll be okay. Um, but yeah, I would just like to see him get a little bit more run, mainly because I think he can help this team. And not only, um, not only can uh, he maybe make this happen, I think he's also a player who has some NBA potential to him. Henry, uh, Tommy Lloyd, and I don't think Tommy Lloyd's going to, would mind us uh, saying this, but Lloyd has talked about it multiple times about how with big men, it's interesting because they struggle, they struggle, they struggle, and then they get to a point and the light bulb just goes off. And I think that's what you're going to probably see with Vesar. You can tell just by how long, how athletic he is, that there's a um, uh, – that there's a – an ability to him that um, not a lot of guys have. And especially too, you look how long he is. Not a lot of, not a lot of players like that. Now my guy, Dylan Anderson, Dylan Anderson's been beaten up right through the coals, but you know what? I am a Dylan Anderson fan and I will never relinquish that fanship. Um, watching him at about, you know, six foot 11, watching how his body is taken to weight training. Um, he's been better. I think than most people could have expected and uh, Tommy Lloyd, I think, wanted to redshirt him, but he had to play him this year. Um, this offseason is going to be big for him. I don't know that he's going to play. He's probably not going to play against SC like I would like to see Henry Vesar, but he's going to be ready for next year. All right. Now, as far as a prediction goes, since we broke down what we wanted to see from all these players, 
I am going to go Arizona 82, USC 70. I think the Cats go into this. I think they're very motivated. Um, I'm a big Andy Enfield guy, but I also think from an X's and O's perspective that the Tommy Gun uh, outpaces him right there. What I did right there. So I'm going to go Arizona 82, USC 70, and, and that heads into a big game at Pauley Saturday for the University of Arizona. All right, let's go. To, let's go tonight, Cats. We will be back with you tomorrow, breaking everything down from Arizona USC. I'm Mike Luke, and you have been listening to Locked On Wildcats. Have a great rest of your Thursday, and back the A.